Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me, along with Captain Patrick in the studio, connected via the web. We also have Bill, the engineer. It's a new year ahead. It is. And uh, and Captain Rusty. So we actually have a full crew, uh, at least connected via the web. But we're decentralized, and I think that's important. Yes, it is. That Kay. way, nothing can happen to all of us at the same time. Exactly. Who is the designated? Who's the designated survivor? Is that Rusty? The Rusty? computer. What about you, Rusty? Will you be yeah, that one? I, I'll be the guy. I'll okay. be the guy. Now, Rusty, you will be the first one eaten. Why? <laughs> now, yeah, the, you, old, the oldest is always the first to go. <laughs> well, the oldest and the plumpest. Uh, I don't think he's the plumpest, but he, Rusty is already halfway to beef jerky. Oh. Hold on. If he's not the plumpest, then I'm the plumpest. Exactly. That's where I was going. I was picking Bill. I mean, God. Patrick. Yeah, but Rusty's already, like I say, he's already pickled, so we're good to go. I, I'm the smart one. You need the smart one. What if you need to make a radio out of a coconut? I didn't mention your name at all. You said the plumpest. How, how, did, uh, how did he become the smart one? Who? I thought I was the smart one. No. You picked this crew. That just speaks to your level of I think I'm the smart one. That's what I'm going with. You don't agree with that, Bill, do you? No. No, no, no. And uh, there's only a couple of reasons for that. One of them is I'm a fan of truth. Lies! Anyway, uh, Happy New Year's Eve uh, to you guys. If you're listening, I mean, this is considered our New Year's show. So, so listen, yeah. why say Happy New Year's Eve when, since it is not New Year's Eve, it could just as easily be Happy New Year's? Well, it could be a little bit of both, but New Year's Eve comes first. See, this is why I'm smarter than you. Hello! Anyway, so uh, I just wanted to get it out there and make sure people knew that this is what we consider our New Year's Eve shows. Obviously, uh, everybody's been drinking. You can tell just by, uh, by the way we started. Even Captain Patrick, who's never had a drop of alcohol in his life, he's he's letting go. He's letting no, his I'm, hair down. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to break you. I'm just trying to break your rhythm. Is what I'm trying to do. Hmm. And I know how you hate that intro to be interrupted. And it's like you know what? It's the last show for 2018. Yeah. What the heck? Okay, I guess. I I didn't know I had any rhythm. Um, well, as much rhythm as a translucent white guy could have true which is about zero percent i can't jump either but uh you play the drums so you have to have rhythm well i i beat on things (laughs) i'm just gonna leave that one right there. yes you should so uh anyway it is our new year's eve uh party today so it could get a little off course uh, a little bit more than normal we'll we'll have to wait and see Uh, i had a wonderful holiday uh, Christmas last week was awesome, with the exception of we I had a major computer meltdown and had to you know, drop some big money to get a new computer. I had you to put a in Mac a, or, a Mac or, or a Windows machine. I got a Mac. I'm a Mac guy for sure. Good, good. So I had good. to put in a last minute request to Santa and say, "Hey, 
Can you deliver this the day after Christmas? I know it's a little late, saying I'll give you one day. He said, sure, no problem. Mac computers that he does not let anybody else touch. Don't live and don't even look at it. Patrick, what are you doing? I, 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 when we're off air, guys, I will tell you the story of the, the computer monitor uh, in front of the mics, or actually behind the mics. Yeah. Um, boy, oh, boy, that's why I bring in my own laptop now. Everyone listening right now, that person right now, you're <laughs> listening, and, and and you really appreciate the fact that when uh, when Patrick brings up these things that you have no idea what he's well, this is, this, I'm telling I you, this that. is the bonus content stuff that you got to start putting together and then Well, you can see some it of it on Facebook Live. No, we're putting we're, it out on Facebook or mm-hmm. on Instagram or whatever it is the kids are doing nowadays. I don't yeah. know. And uh, it's all that behind-the-scenes stuff. That That's how you bring them in, Greg. Well, okay. And, and as you can plainly see, if you are already on Facebook Live, you can see me speaking in front of a microphone, and you can plainly not see Captain Patrick. But I did... Provide my motorcycle helmet. Uh, a facsimile yeah. of uh, Captain Patrick. Believe me, that is far more exciting than looking at me. Well, you can see Patrick's hand. Yes, we know we're number one. Just stop it. But, uh, but yeah, for whatever reason, legal reasons, uh, he's not allowed to, to be seen on Facebook Live. Will that change in 2019, Patrick? Or I mean, I would think that should be like your New Year's resolution, that you are going to actually make an appearance on Facebook Live. Well, let's renegotiate my contract, and then we'll uh, we'll see. Done! It's been done. <laughs> it's been done. Just like was it was easy. last year. <laughs> was, it, was, that, was that that loose change that was in my pay envelope? Is that that no, hand that over. <laughs> there was change there? Give me that back. Uh, anyway, so, you know, it, it, on a show like this, it's only natural to reflect on the past year and look forward to the next. So that's kind of a little bit of what we're going to do today as well as navigate the latest uh, boating news and and information. So just running around the uh, crew here, Patrick, are there any highlights from 2018? Was this a good or bad year for boating overall? What do you think? I think it was a good year. Um, I think from a manufacturing standpoint, it was good. I think Rusty would agree from a sales standpoint, it was good. Um, I think that if I was picking the, say, the top story or boating trend for 2018, Mm -hmm. I would have to say it is the complete takeover of the boat manufacturing uh, segment by outboard engines. Um, okay. I, I spoke about this after the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show, mm-hmm. a show that I'd been attending for uh, you know uh, a couple decades now. Well, I understand, but is that a good thing or a well, bad it's, thing? Well, it's good um, in that it, it provides more choices for uh, buyers, yeah. uh, depending on the type of boating that they want to do and the bodies of water in which they want to boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just it, it really hit home walking the docks down at Lauderdale how complete that takeover has been and how fast it really did occur. Yeah. Um, it, it was literally a snap of the fingers and every everywhere Oof. you walked, it was outboard engines. I mean, and we're going to see that trend continue again into the larger yachts, boats that traditionally you wouldn't think of being outboard powered, and we're talking about 34, 38, 42-foot express cruisers, um, 
you had the unveiling of that diesel outboard down at Lauderdale, so, uh, an engine that was 10 years in the making, yeah. um, although a bit pricey. Again, if we're pushing a lot of weight through the water with these larger boats, um, that's certainly going to be uh, a game changer. The fact with joystick control for outboards is really what kind of has led to outboards, that resurgence in these larger boats, because docking has always been an issue, whether it's been V-drive, stern drive, what have you. But now with joystick control, whether you're pod drive, stern drive, or outboard, um, arguably the most challenging aspect of boating uh, that people are faced with is now less so. Um, and people are more inclined to get into that type of boat. So you would, uh, I, I think I'm getting that overall, you feel this is a good direction for the industry. No, it's horrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. No, of course, that's what I just said. Well, in in like three minutes. But Rusty, what do you think? It's called uh, yeah. You're, no, I, I, think it's, I think it's been a great year, the past year. And I think this coming up year is going to be good, too. I know... Some people are going, well, you know, anything can happen. It can go. But I think everybody's expecting probably the next really even three to four years to be maybe not as good as last year, but still very, very solid. Okay. So optimistic well, is, is the uh, overall well, vibe. Yeah, but I think what, what Rusty's kind of alluding to is what we want to see in boat manufacturing and in boat sales is we want to see a sustainable growth. We don't want to see such a huge spike that there's a sudden drop-off. We... To, to, to lack of a better term, to grow that boating segment, you know, it takes a lot of work. It begins really with the dealers that are out there, people like Rusty and, and Jacksonville Marine, in promoting that boating lifestyle and showing everything that it has to offer and that it doesn't have to be as expensive as some people think it is yeah, um, or, or can be. So... We need to, again, grow that segment, make it sustainable, and I would rather see the slower growth over an extended period of time that's more suitable to weather the ups and downs than a sudden spike and surge, and then all of a sudden it drops off a cliff. Hmm. I don't know. I want it now. Uh, well, of course you do. Yeah. But I, I want I, I everything. Have a different question, though, for you both do. Patrick and for Rusty, mm-hmm. and it's... It's vaguely related to this conceptually. Okay. And I'll ask I'll ask it when we come back because okay. right now is not a good time for me. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that means other than it's time to uh, pay some bills here on the World of Boating. More coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Yeah, squeeze it harder, Patrick. You would hate, you would think that when you squeezed them, it would make them hit the high notes better, but it's actually just the opposite for cats. The low notes you have to squeeze them. Give them a little bit more air. There you go, Patrick. Good job. My uh, two cats, thank you. Uh, they'll hate you, but uh, but that's okay. This is the New Year's edition of the World of Boating. Did we apologize, by the way, in advance for all Just this? you. Okay. Um, hopefully you're making the best of the holiday season and uh, capping off 2018 accordingly. We're looking back and we're looking forward as well. Now, uh, Bill, the engineer... I uh, had a, a comment about 2018. I, I assume that's what it was. Is that right, Patrick or uh, Bill? Is that where you uh, were going to go? Not really a comment so much as a question. And, and my okay. question really comes from something accidental. Hmm. Uh, a gentleman named Dave Shinners yeah. uh, did not intend for me to see his question. He posted hmm. a question in a different group online, but he used the term world of boating. He wrote, hey, guys, completely new to the world of boating. Quick question. And I apologize if this is not allowed. But he wasn't he's not new to the world of boating. He's new to boating in the world, in particular, Brisbane in Australia. But what he's looking for is he's looking for a a bow rider 
And his experience has been that when he's looking, he's finally mainly in boards, and he's wondering if there's an advantage to in boards over what he was really looking for, which was an outboard. And there's the question that I have. Is there an advantage to inboard motors that can't be provided by outboards like the current trend? Mm-hmm. Patrick? Yes, there is. And is that all we're going to get from you? Uh, how much time you got? Uh, you got 30 seconds. Go. I can't do it in 30 seconds. That would be a disservice to our listeners oh, and geez. to Dave and to Bill and to Rusty. All right. Well, Rusty, what, can you answer the question? No, no. no. If he's not going to answer it in 30 seconds, I'm not going to be the guy that does the disservice. <laughs> Rusty can't get his name out in 30 seconds. <laughs> no, here's, here's the thing. Um, for anybody who's looking at whether it's a new boat or a pre-owned boat and you're trying to decide between uh, inboard and an outboard. Now, by inboard, I'm going to assume, maybe incorrectly, that we're talking about an inboard outboard, which is an inboard engine coupled with an outdrive through a transom plate or transom assembly versus an inboard, which could be a straight shaft or a V-drive. So, assuming that... Um, the I.O. inboard outboard versus the outboard comes down to what your application for the boat is going to be. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for something to wakeboard behind, um, wake surf behind uh, safely, um, an inboard outboard is going to be more the way to go. And you would probably want to look at something that has got a surf drive, which is that forward-facing stern drive because law enforcement agencies have started over the past year or so cracking down on boats that they find out on the waterway where people are wake surfing behind traditional standard stern drive boats because it can be very very unsafe to do so Uh, if you're if that's not a consideration and you're in and out of water especially salt water outboard certainly is the way to go um, stern drive is going to have more maintenance. Um, if you're one of those boaters who actually does their yearly maintenance um, in pulling the drive and checking the alignment, inspecting the bellows hoses, and replacing anything that may need to be done. Plus, you have the gimbal bearing, which uh, if you're not doing your alignment and your checks and stuff like that, could be an issue uh, further down the road, especially if you get a leak in the bellows hose or something like that. That uh, gimbal bearing gets rusty, rusts out, and then you got a big, big repair. Mm-hmm. Um, but without boards... Uh, your outlay initially um, for a new boat certainly is going to be higher than an inboard outboard. But again, if you go out about five years from purchase, you're probably about even at that point when you factor in maintenance costs. So it really comes down to you have to look at what you're intending to do with the boat and where you are planning on boating. No, wait. Let, let me make sure I understand this. Yeah. So you're saying that an outboard... Uh, up front is going to cost more than an inboard? Yes, sir. Hmm. Okay. So what about this trend that you uh, referred to earlier as far as the industry is going more towards outboard? Well, it's it's not that they're going more towards it. It's that they're offering now because a lot of manufacturers, uh, whether it's it's Regal or uh, Cobalt or, or, or Chaparral or whomever, uh, I know Regal offers it as the power of choice. You know, it's your choice. Uh, you want to go stern drive? We have stern drive models. So you want to go outboard? We have outboard options for a lot of those same models that you may be interested in. But you don't think it, there's any resale issue there if if uh, if the market's producing more outboard stuff and going more in that 
you know, arena, like you said, at the boat shows, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you buy a new boat with an outboard, would you have better resale maybe uh, out of it, you know, five it, years it, from now? It all depends on, again, the consumer and what you're intending to do with that boat, how you want to use it, and where you want a boat. A lot of these shallow water areas, back bay areas, uh, things like that, now that outboards have kind of had this resurgence, which isn't going away, um, outboards are a better option for a lot of people because you can trim for the shallow water the engine and the drive up very high to get yourself out of uh, some pretty uh, shallow areas versus a stern drive, which, yeah, can you trim it up higher than the trim limit you know, for trailering to get yourself out of some of these areas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, but that puts um, uh, unnecessary wear on the yoke assembly and the gimbal bearing inside the transom shield. Hmm. I just think he made that uh, those words up there at, at the last five ten seconds. Bill, are you with me on this or what? The yokel bearing. Everyone's yeah. familiar no, with the yokel no. bearing. bearing keep... The yoke assembly and the gimbal bearing. I'm just thinking of breakfast when he brings. You it know, up. we had this one years ago. I bought a pickle fork boat, and and you guys were just like pickle fork. What the heck is a pickle fork boat? A pickle fork. A pickle fork boat. Okay, was I, I'm sure I was asleep during that conversation. No, it was it was about. It was more than 30 seconds. All right, what is it? Tell us. It's a pickle that it's a pickle they hollow out the guts and no, turn it into a boat? No, it's a pickle fork boat. It's well, like what a does that mean? Boat, like a tunnel hull boat. Okay. Oh, okay. Three points, two sponsons, a center point. Looks like a pickle fork. Once again, he's making up words. Come Rusty, on, what do you Back think? Me up here. Rusty's like, uh, hey, no, no. <laughs> you have any pickle fork boats in your... He's I, 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 I will say, now, and... and well, I ask Patrick when we get back because I have heard something. I want to see what he thinks. Okay, all right. He has more questions for more questions, no answers, just questions. Exactly. That's what we do here on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick in the studio and connected via the web, Bill the Engineer and Captain Rusty. All right, so uh, Bill had a question that uh, Patrick uh, promptly just bombarded us with made-up words and stuff to answer it. I, did he even come close to answering your question, Bill, you think, he, or what? He specifically answered my question, okay. just not promptly. He decided Good to point. putz around for a while yeah. about not being able to do it in 30 seconds. Threw in pickle boats and all kinds of crazy pickle things. Fork. No, he said pickle that at fork. the end. He said that at the end. Okay. That was, that was at the very, very end. That well, was afterwards. All right. So that was just like... But uh, Rusty has a question now. All right. I, I do. I have heard this year that actually IOs have not declined. First time in several years that they've... You know, they've been going down for years past, but this year they even came up a couple of percentage points. Still way below mm. outboard sales, but IOs, I've, I've heard, have not declined this year. Is that what you've heard? Uh, I've heard that, and I, I think that the numbers will prove that out. I, but I think also you've got 
uh, boat manufacturers that are at capacity. So you kind of take it into account with the, the production numbers have increased. But overall, I think you're seeing, uh, as you are as well, probably up there, more outboards. And in sure. segments that, uh, as I said in the, the, the first part of the show, that traditionally we didn't see outboards venturing into, um, which is fiberglass, hull, express cruisers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that because now we're not just going twin engine, we're going triple. So yeah, your 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 uh, outboard sales or numbers are going to be higher. Um, but a, again, stern drive has a place um, if you're not one of those people that is going to buy a, a straight inboard engine and the. Uh, the way you want to use your boat out on the water, uh, an outboard is not an option, then stern drive, you know, certainly I think you're probably going to find on freshwater lakes and rivers, stern drives are still going to have their place and popularity, but in saltwater environments, more of a move to outboards. Yeah, like in a cucumber spoon boat. I hate you. That's uh, before the pickle forks, a cucumber, no? With every show. Well, thank you. You're welcome. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. I'm sorry I ruined your New Year's Eve party, Lieutenant Dan. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. That's me along with Captain Patrick, Billy Engineer, and Captain Rusty. All right, so happy New Year's Eve to you. Uh, we're reflecting on 2018, looking forward to the uh, new year as well. Just kind of talking about trends. I guess the big trend Patrick is uh, talking about is, you know, everybody's leaning more towards outboards. That, that's not what I said. Well, <laughs> that, well, that is well, not what I said. And the uh, inboards have stabilized on sales. That's not what I said. Oh, okay. Rusty said it then. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I, could, I could talk for 45 minutes and you come away with, I, I mean... Something completely different. Pickle fork! A, a whole different reality for you. Pickle fork! Now, hold on. Yeah? In defense of Greg. No. Thank you. No. You did start by saying that every place you go, what you see is outboard. That's yeah. not what I said. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. I'm not going to play that. I said that at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show. Yes. Walking. That's not every place I go. Well, that's what the big I said boy. is that at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show mm-hmm. this year, that there was a, lot a of de facto complete takeover of outboards in the boating segment where traditionally we would see IOs. There's more offerings out there. Okay. I didn't say everywhere I look, I see outboards. Okay. I'm sorry that we didn't quote you correctly, Patrick. Yeah. But the question well, it, that- it matters. Pick a fork. So, Patrick. Bill. The question that I have is... Don't make me an adversary. (laughs) Do you think that this is consumer-driven in that that 
there's been a bigger increase in the demand for this type of boat. Is this why we're seeing them? They're selling, they're easier to sell now, or are they just easier to put at boat shows now? No. What we're seeing is that over the past 10 years, certain engines are no longer available from the engine manufacturers, namely GM. And that started with the end of the three liter, which had been the stalwart entry-level engine in boat manufacturing for as long as I've been in boat building, which is 33 years. I mean, that was your venerable four-cylinder entry-level engine. That three-liter went away. The, the, the Vortec V6 went away. So your offerings for entry-level engines became less. So boat manufacturers started looking at jet drives. For boats that were currently in production and maybe new models, that's something that the manufacturer that I work for looked out looked at as well. But the problem with jet engines, jet boats, not jet skis, but jet boats is they don't really have any trim characteristics. They are really noisy, um, loud, dBs matter. And you're you're kind of limited in what you're going to do. Now, Rusty had a jet boat for quite a number of years and had a lot of fun with it and discovered what it could and, more importantly, what it could not do, like traverse a highway. Um, but it, it, it's you're kind of limited in your production there. So boat manufacturers also started looking back at outboards and converted existing models for I.O. or outboard and are building new models, basically with two hull offerings, I.O. and outboard. And this is in the fiberglass boat building segment. Okay, but you, uh, well, Rusty pointed out that numbers are showing that inboards are, are were kind of flat, and, and maybe they've stabilized. We've reached that threshold where, all right, they've come up with a certain amount of uh, inboard offerings, and now outboards are grow, but, but it's stabilized. Yeah, well, I didn't say there was a death. Well, I, I didn't I, either. I'm just saying, do you agree with that? Do you think I, we're going to see that uh, stabilize more, or do you see some more growth in the outboard uh, market? I, I, th- I think that outboards are going to continue to grow, yeah. especially with this diesel outboard, especially with some other things that are on the drawing board from Volvo Penta, now that they've got had seven marine for a year uh, there are some other things in the outboard segment what's going to be telling for the outboard segment is when they have to start complying with epa regs uh, as far as emissions and exhaust and boy if you have to start putting catalyst systems on an outboard what is that going to do to the outboard well, as I far thought, as I its performance all the new outboards had to do that already though no. they don't no Does it depend on which state you're in? No. Hmm. I thought they did that. I thought that was one of Evan Rude's things, uh, you know, claims to frame. What, the Evan Rude which one? The eco something, right? Right. They may be ahead of or getting ready to comply, but as the engine manufacturers had to comply with EPA with catalyst systems, I mean, Volvo Penta put years and years and years of research in their R&D you know, their facility up in uh, 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 Chesapeake um, it did a lot of testing to come up with something that not only met the requirement, exceeded the requirement, built a lighter engine, and had more horsepower. Hmm. You know, so it's just not a matter of slapping components on and calling it done. Now the consumer wants, okay, well, the government says you have to put this on there, but... It don't don't take performance from me 
because of it. You guys got to figure this out. Otherwise, I'm going to go with somebody else. So Stern drives, uh, I don't think, are going to gain a whole lot more. I think outboards are going to continue to come into that market, again, especially uh, areas where we traditionally do not see them. Okay, so overall, which he could have said this in 30 seconds when we asked him initially, Bill, is that you do see the trend for outboards increasing yes. uh, in efficiency and maybe even market share. We'll see. But yes. you, you do feel that... I'm just going to market- agree with you so we can go on to the All next right, good. About ten, it only took us a whole year to, to figure this out for this uh, for 2018. But... Um, I mean, Rust, Rusty's, on, Rusty's on the, the dealership end, and he goes to the dealer conferences and stuff. And, I mean, I know that Chris Craft, which is a great line that, that Rusty carries, but some of their boats have a feature that you could not do with an outboard engine. And I'm talking about that their, uh, was it, their, their powered step? Sure. The, or the, um, the Cobalts have the powered step. Okay, Cobalt. Back, which yeah. means what? It's a it's a platform that uh, lays on top of. You just knocked your head off of Facebook Live. How dare you? Lays on top of. Well, that's I'm Italian now. I'm getting animated yeah. with my hands. Obviously. So yeah. the the swim platform, if you will, the step lays on top of the actual fiberglass swim platform. Yeah. And then it will. Um, It'll power electronically it. fold out and down into the water, so you can use it as a boarding. So the inboard engine powers that system. No, it, what would happen is you can't do it with an outboard. Oh, because uh, yeah, I understand. I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So that's just a feature, but is that something? I mean, if people want that kind of platform, so they can hang out on the back of their boat and and, and, and some people still they, they do want they do want the platforms, and we did get. An, on the exciting side, we did get our first surf boat this week. So and that's, and, you know, with the reverse outdrive. Um, well, okay, and that means what exactly? Mm. Explain. The surf boat? Yeah. So the drive where most of it goes, and Patrick would say it the correct way, but the drive that goes out the back of the boat, the, the propellers, they're actually turned the opposite way, a reverse. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that like way. The, the, so, so you can't, like he was talking about it earlier, so you yeah. can't fall into the props. It's a surf um, drive. Yeah. Yes. Volvo Penta, and basically all they did, which was a stroke of engineering genius, it was. is they took the lower foot and turned it around. Right. That's it. It's pulling instead of pushing. Because I've talked with the engineer, Bob Crocker, up at their, their test facility, and yeah. basically, if you wanted to go with a traditional rear-facing prop um, lower unit, you could just drop this one and bolt on you know, a, a rear-facing prop unit, just like you could change from an SX to a DPS mm-hmm. just by changing the lower unit. You just have to look at your gear uh, and your prop then um, for the particular boat that you're in. But what it does, it puts the props out of, puts tucks them under the hull and out of the way of somebody who may be wake surfing because wake surfers are going to enter right off the swim platform, mm-hmm. which is right where the props would be on a traditional stern drive. Yeah. Uh, that's why uh, they make ropes. Uh, you don't need to do that wake surfing. You are not. You're, you, <laughs> you are so old. I'm saying, go water skiing. What's wrong with the old school water skiing? Because surf? this isn't water skiing. I know. Exactly. This is wake why, surfing. Why uh, risk you your life? You wouldn't use a rope. All the hip kids enter right mm-hmm. from the swim platform. Mm. Lame. 
I think go not. old school. You gonna, you I'm, get, I'm gonna give it a shot this year. So you're gonna go. Hey, whoa, 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 Rusty, you're going wake sur- You're going wakeboarding. I, I, I'm gonna go wake surfing. Yes, I'm, I'm gonna try because all the pictures I've seen and all the brochures, you got one guy wake surfing and about ten girls sitting on the boat watching him. So mm. I, I'm, I feel like I could do that. Why am I thinking the ten girls that will be watching you will all be in <laughs> nurses' uniforms? <laughs> and I think you're doing the math wrong here. Huh? How so? Well, if there's 10 girls on the boat, the boat is where you should be, Rusty. Ah, good point. Spoken like a true senile At old the man. helm. Yeah. All right. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast don't you just love new year's you can start all over it's new year's day here on the border and it's always been this way I never do the things I order I think I'll stay, it's New Year's Day This is the world of boating Greg, your first mate, that's me Along with Captain Patrick, Bill the Engineer And Captain Rusty Rounding out the crew on this last show, 2018 
All right, so have we reflected enough on 2018? Uh, I don't know if you ever answered the question of, uh, you know, you thought it was a good year. It was a growing year. I, I think I, that's, that's the very first thing I said when you well, asked the question. Uh, all right. Yeah, then, so, then everybody started asking me questions because I am. There, there it goes there you again. Get, see, yeah. see what happens? I'm leaving it on the floor this time. Well, he keeps knocking stuff off the off the. Uh, Better I hit it than you. Here. Is all I can say. Yeah, we can see this on Facebook Live. We can see his hand just enough to knock <sighs> headphones off the table, and so <sighs> I, I did. I did wow. answer the question. Um, yes, it's been a good year. I think Rusty uh, would agree. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a good year for sales. Yeah, um, I'm a little uh, hesitant on what the 2020. Uh, model year will bring. Um, there's there's a lot of things happening um, in boat manufacturing from that end, and by that I mean offerings from vendors, engine choices, electronics packages, um, things of that nature. So uh, the downside is the consumer, somebody's got to pay for all this great technology. And uh, again, uh, does it is it putting boating out of the reach of uh, a large segment of the population that really would like to get into boating but just find it uh, financially not feasible due to the entry-level cost of product that they want to get into. Hmm. Rusty doesn't want to hear about that. He wants everybody to get into boating. Or do you want to just deal with the rich folk? What do you think there, Rusty? Uh, no, I, I do like everybody getting in, but there, there's when you're dealing with Stingray and you're dealing with Chris Craft and, and the same dealership, there's definitely two two completely types of customers. One will ride by, you know, they'll look at the boat, their their conversation says, Well, why don't you run my credit and let's see if I can afford it? That's one customer. And, you know, sometimes they can, sometimes they can't. But that's our entry level boat, that's our entry level customer, and so we want to get them into boating. The the higher end customer, of course, they usually don't finance. They come in, they write a check or leave a check. And with that customer, and what we really see with that is the boats they're getting is bigger and bigger. Where it used to be a twenty six foot foot boat was big, now it's thirty or thirty six foot or forty foot center consoles. It's ridiculous of how mm. how big they're getting. So, I mean, it's definitely two types of groups out there, and I think the divide's getting a lot larger between your higher end and your price point boats but still even a price point boat you're talking to get a decent boat 40 40,000 you know maybe 32 but you know that's that's kind of get started these days with it with a a nice boat all right so bill would be dealing with a rowboat and patrick would be dealing with a what? No, because the way the manufacturer and dealers are setting this up and the way they always have, just like car manufacturers, is we have new product coming out and you're happy with this 30-footer that you bought. Well, now we've got a 35. It's got more features. You're happy with the brand and, and the quality. And we can do a trade on the boat that you have. And now that gives the dealer a lovingly pre-owned boat that's maybe just got a few years on it and most people i mean maybe maybe it's got a hundred hours on it if that um the way most people sadly use their boats uh or don't use them so that gives the dealer you know that boat um that's available hopefully still with some engine warranty left on it or some manufacturer's warranty or component warranty Mm -hmm. to get to somebody that can't get into boating because of the high cost of a new boat, but is willing to uh, take, I don't need new, 
you know, I'll take this and I got some warranty on it and it's going to be less than the cost of a new boat. All right. So so Bill could take like Captain Patrick's uh, hand-me-downs. That's, a, that's what I heard about Bill. Are you good with that or what do you think? I really want a canoe or a kayak. Wait, canoe you built ca- you built a canoe as an Eagle Scout and then it got picked up by a tornado and put through a pine tree. Mm. I carved it out of a single birch tree. <laughs> really? He did. <laughs> With a spoon. With a spoon. That's mostly true. The part about the tornado was true. (laughs) Yes, it was. Okay. The only tornado ever recorded on a lake in Massachusetts. All right. Well, there's that. So we have uh, tornadoes so frequently we refer to them by the year they happen. (laughs) That was the '78 tornado. Uh, All right. We used to do that with big snows up north. Uh, However, with the the last bit of time that we have. Any boating resolutions, guys, for 2019? Well, we just heard Bill's. He wants a new rowboat or a kayak. I'm that's sorry. That's not a boat. That's not a resolution. Sure it is. That counts. All right, Rusty. Boating yeah, resolution? I, 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 actually, yes. I actually want to go boating at least three times this year. You know, last year, I think, I, as far as just going boating, I went once. It's sad. And, you know, it's what I, that's why I got into the business. But now I never have time to go boating. And I, I really want to start boating again yeah i i would say mine is the same way i've got of course craft available to me from the manufacturer that i work for but you know by the time the weekend comes around it's like you know i'm good i just want to hop on the motorcycle and go for a ride but um here's some some that everybody can uh, kind of put on their list plan on attending a boat show um those are those are uh great events and learn more about boating mm-hmm. and um they have one here reread chapman's book listen don't even put that on your list because there's no way you're even going to get past the preface of chapman's piloting <laughs> okay but it's something you could at least uh buy the book look. and put it on your shelf and look smart there you go it's all about appearance it's better to look good than boat good according to captain patrick that's not what i said I, that's what i heard And on that note, we'll have to leave it for 2018. Till next year, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better better as a boater. boater. Thanks for a great 2018. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.